everyone. Welcome to this episode of Sleep and Relax ASMR. This episode, uh, I'll be reading the Wikipedia page for Apple. I'm sure most, if not all of you, are familiar with the company. Um, the Wikipedia page was obviously very long, so I may cut out some parts here and there, but uh, yeah, let's just uh, dive into it. Apple Inc. is an American multinational technology company headquartered in Cupertino, California that designs, develops, and sells consumer electronics, computer software, and online services. The company's hardware products include the iPhone smartphone, the iPad tablet, the Mac personal computer, the iPod portable media player, the Apple Watch smartwatch, the Apple TV digital media player, <clears throat> and the HomePod smart speaker. Apple's consumer software includes the Mac OS and the iOS operating systems, the iTunes media player, the Safari web browser, and the iLife and iWork creativity and productivity suites. Its online services include the iTunes Store, the iOS App Store, and Mac App Store, Apple Music, and iCloud. Apple was founded by Steve Jobs, Steve Wozniak, and Ronald Wayne in April 1976 to develop and sell personal computers. It was incorporated as Apple Computer Inc. in January 1977, and sales of its computers saw significant momentum and revenue growth for the company. Within a few years, they had hired a staff of computer designers and had a production line. Apple went public in 1980 to instant financial success. Over the next few years, Apple shipped new computer features excuse me. Apple shipped new computers featuring innovative graphical user interfaces, and Apple's marketing commercials for its products received widespread critical acclaim. Sorry, the text is very small, so <clears throat> However, the high price tag of its products and limited software titles caused problems, as did power struggles between the executives of the company. Jobs resigned from Apple and created his own company. As the market for personal computers increased, Apple's computers saw diminishing sales due to lower priced products from competitors, in particular those offered from the Microsoft Windows operating system. Offered with the Microsoft Windows operating system. More executive job shuffles happened at Apple until then CEO Jill or Gil Amelio in 1997 decided to buy Jobs Company to bring him back. Jobs regained position as CEO and began process to rebuild Apple's status, which included opening Apple's own retail stores in 2001, making numerous acquisitions of software companies to create a portfolio of software titles, and change some of the hardware technology used in its computers. It again saw success and returned to profitability. In January 2007, Jobs announced that Apple Computer Inc. would be renamed Apple Inc. to reflect its shifted focus toward consumer electronics and announced the iPhone, which saw critical acclaim and significant financial success. In August 2011, Jobs resigned as CEO due to health complications and Tim Cook became the new CEO. Two months later, Jobs died, marking the end of an era for the company. 
This is all just the, uh, so far everything I've read is just the intro, if you would. Uh, Apple is the world's largest information technology company by revenue and the world's second largest mobile phone manufacturer after Samsung. In February 2015, Apple became the first U.S. company to be valued at over U.S. at over 700 billion U.S. dollars. Let's jump into history. 1976 to 1984, founding and incorporation. Apple Computer Company was founded on April 1st, 1976 by Steve Jobs, Steve Wozniak, and Ronald Wayne. The company's first product was the Apple I, a computer single-handedly designed and hand-built by Wozniak, and first shown to the public at the Homebrew Computer Club. Apple I was sold as a motherboard with CPU, RAM, and basic textual video chips, which was less than what is now considered a complete personal computer. The Apple I went on sale on, in July 1976 and was market priced at $666.66, 2806 in 2016 dollars, adjusted for inflation. Apple Computer Inc. was incorporated on January 3, 1977, without Wayne, who sold his shares of the company back to Jobs and Wozniak for $800. Wow, what a mistake that is. <clears throat> or that was. Multimillionaire Mike. Multimillionaire Mike Marcola provided essential business expertise and funding of $250,000 during the incorporation of Apple. During the first, where, where, during the first five years of, <coughs> excuse me, during the first five years of operations, revenues grew exponentially, doubling about every four months. Between September 1977 and September 1980. Yearly sales grew from $775,000 to $118 million, an average annual growth of 533%. That's a huge percentage. The Apple II, also invented by Wozniak, was introduced on April 16, 1977, at the first West Coast Computer Fair. It differed from its major rivals, the TRS-80 and the Commodore PET, because of its character cell-based color graphics and open architecture. While early Apple II models used ordinary cassette tapes as storage devices, they were superseded by the introduction of a five a five-quarter, five and a quarter inch floppy disk drive and interface called the Disk II. The Apple device was chosen to be the desktop platform for the first quote-unquote killer app of the business world, VisiCalc, a spreadsheet program. VisiCalc created a business market for the Apple II and gave home users an additional reason to buy an Apple II, uh, which was compatibility with the office. Before VisiCalc, Apple had been a distant third-place competitor to Commodore and Tandy. By the end of, 19, of the 1970s, Apple had a staff of computer designers and production line. The company introduced the Apple III in May 1980 in an attempt to compete with IBM and Microsoft in the business and corporate computing market. Jobs and several Apple employees, including Jeff Raskin, visited Xerox Park in December 1979 to see the Xerox Alto. Xerox granted Apple engineers three days of access to the park facilities in return for the option to buy $100,000 shares 
of Apple at the pre-IPO price of $10 a share. Jobs was immediately convinced that all future computers would use a graphical user interface, GUI, and development of a GUI began for the Apple Lisa. In 1982, however, he was pushed from the Lisa team due to infighting. Jobs took over Jeff Raskin's low-cost computer project, the Macintosh. A race broke out between the Lisa team and the Macintosh team over which product would ship first. Lisa won the race in 1983 and became the first personal computer sold to the public with a GUI, but was a commercial failure due to its high price tag and limited software titles. On December 12, 1980, Apple went public at $22 per share, generating more capital than any IPO since Ford Motor Company in 1956, and immediately creating 300 millionaires. 1984 to 1991, success with Mac. In 1984, Apple launched the Macintosh, the first personal computer to be sold without a programming language. Its debut was signified by 1984, a $1.5 million television commercial directed by Ridley Scott that aired during the third quarter of Super Bowl XVIII, which is, what, 28th? I think that's right. Maybe it was Super Bowl 28 on January 22nd, 1984. The commercial is now hailed as a watershed event for Apple's success and was called a masterpiece by CNN and one of the greatest commercials of all time by TV Guide. The Macintosh initially sold well, but follow-up sales were not strong due to its high price and limited range of software titles. The machine's fortunes changed with the introduction of the LaserWriter, the first postscript laser printer to be sold at a reasonable price, and PageMarker, an early desktop publishing package. It has been suggested that the combination of these three products were responsible for the creation of the desktop publishing market. The Macintosh was particularly powerful in the desktop publishing market due to its advanced graphics capabilities, which had necessarily been built in to create the intuitive Macintosh GUI. In 1985, a power struggle developed between Jobs and CEO John Scully, who had been hired two years earlier the Apple Board of Directors instructed Scully to quote-unquote contain jobs and limit his ability to launch expensive forays into untested products. Rather than submit to Scully's direction, Jobs attempted to oust him from the leadership role at Apple. Scully found out that Jobs had been attempting to organize a coup and called a board meeting at which Apple's Board of Directors sided with Scully and removed Jobs from, the managerial, from his managerial duties. Um... Jobs resigned from Apple and founded Next Inc. the same year. After Jobs' departure, the Macintosh product line underwent a steady change of focus to higher price points, the so-called high-right high policy, named for the position on a chart of price versus profits. Jobs had argued the company should produce products aimed at the consumer market and aim for, for a $1,000 price for the Macintosh, which they were unable to meet. Newer models selling at higher price points offered higher profit margin and appeared to have no effect on total sales as power users snapped up every increase in power. Although some worried about pricing themselves out of the market, the high-right policy was in full force by the mid-1980s, 
notably due to Jean-Louis Gasset's mantra of 55 or die, referring to the 55% product margins of the Macintosh 2. This policy began to backfire in the last years of the decade as new desktop publishing programs appeared on PC clones that offered some or much of the same functionality of the Macintosh, but at a far lower price point. Uh, where do I leave here? Um, the company lost its monopoly in this market and had already estranged many of its original consumer customer base who could no longer afford the high-priced products. The Christmas season of 1989 was the first in the company's history that saw declining sales and led to a 20% drop in Apple's stock price. Gasset's objections were overruled, and he was forced from the company in 1990. Later that year, Apple introduced three lower-cost models, the Macintosh Classic, Macintosh LC, and Macintosh LC, all of which saw significant sales due to the pent-up demand. In 1991, Apple introduced the PowerBook, replacing the quote-unquote luggable Macintosh Portable with a design that set current shape for almost all modern laptops. The same year, Apple introduced System 7, a major upgrade in the operating system which added color to the interface and introduced new networking capabilities. It remained the architectural basis for the classic Mac OS. The success of the PowerBook and other products brought increasing revenue. For some time, Apple was doing incredibly well, introducing fresh new products and generating increasing profits in the process. The magazine Mac Addict named the period between 1989 and 1991 as the first golden age of the Macintosh. Apple believed the Apple II series was too expensive to produce and took away sales from the low-end Macintosh. In the 90s, Apple released the Macintosh LC and began efforts to promote that computer by, adv by advising developer technical support staff to recommend developing applications for Macintosh rather than the Apple II, and authorizing salespersons to direct consumers toward Macintosh and away from Apple II. The Apple, I, I think it's the Apple IIe, I think it's a IIe, was discontinued in 93. Nineteen ninety one through ninety seven decline and restructuring. The success of Apple's lower cost consumer models, especially the LC, also led to cannibalization of the higher price machines. To address this, management introduced several new brands, selling largely identical machines at different price points aimed at different markets. These were the high end Quadra, the mid range Centris line, and the ill fated Performa series. This led to significant market confusion, as customers did not understand the difference between models. Also, Apple also experimented with a number of other unsuccessful consumer-targeted products during the 90s, including digital cameras, portable CD audio players, speakers, video consoles, um, the eWorld online service, and TV appliances. <clears throat> Enormous resources were also invested in the problem-plagued Newton division based on John Scully's unrealistic market forecasts. Ultimately, none of these products helped, and Apple's market share and stock price continued to slide. Throughout this period, Microsoft continued to gain market share uh, with Windows by focusing on delivering software to cheap commodity personal computers. 
while Apple is delivering a richly engineered but expensive experience. Apple relied on high profit margins and never developed a clear response. Instead, they sued Microsoft for using a GUI similar to the Apple Lisa and Apple Computer Inc. versus Microsoft Corp. The lawsuit dragged on for years before it was finally dismissed. At this time, a series of major product flops and missed deadlines sullied Apple's reputation, and Scully was replaced as CEO by Michael Spindler. By the early 90s, Apple was developing alternative platforms to the Macintosh, such as A-UX. The Macintosh platform itself was becoming outdated because it was not built for multitasking and because several important software routines were programmed directly into the hardware. <coughs> In addition, Apple was facing competition from OS2 and Unix vendors such as Sun Microsystems. The Macintosh would need to be replaced by a new platform or reworked to run on a more powerful hardware. In 94, Apple allied with IBM and Motorola in the AIM alliance, alliance with the goal of uh, sorry, my notes are scrambled here, with the goal of creating a new computing platform, which would use IBM and Motorola hardware coupled with Apple software. The AIM alliance hoped that P that Prep's performance and Apple software would leave the PC far behind, and thus counter Microsoft. The same year, Apple introduced the Power Macintosh the first of many computers to use Motorola's PowerPC processor. In 96, Spindler was replaced by Gil Amelio as CEO. Amelio made numerous changes at, Apple's, at Apple, including extensive layoffs and cut costs. After numerous failed attempts to improve macOS, first with the Tagliant, the Taligent project, and later the Copland and Gershwin, Amelio chose to purchase Next and its Next Step operating system and bring Steve Jobs back to Apple. 97 to 2007, return to profitability. The next deal was finalized on February 9, 1997, bringing Jobs back to Apple as an advisor. On July 9, 1997, Amelia was ousted by the board of directors after overseeing a three-year record low stock price and crippling financial losses. Jobs acted as the interim CEO and began restructuring the company's product line. It was during this period that he identified the design talent of Jonathan Ive, and the pair worked and the pair worked collaboratively to rebuild Apple status. At the 97 Macworld Expo, Jobs announced that Apple would join Microsoft to release new versions of Microsoft Office for the Macintosh and that Microsoft had made a $150 investment in non-voting Apple stock. On November 10, 97, Apple introduced the Apple Online Store, which was tied to a new built-to-order manufacturing strategy. On August 15th of 1998, Apple introduced a new a new all-in-one computer reminiscent of the Macintosh 128K, the iMac. The iMac design, design team was led by Ive, who will later design the iPod and the iPhone. The iMac featured modern technology and a unique design and sold almost 800,000 units in its first five months. During this period, Apple completed numerous acquisitions to create a portfolio of digital production software for both professional and consumers. In 1998, Apple purchased Micromedia's Key Grip software project, signaling an expansion into the digital video editing market. The product, still unfinished at the time on the sale, was renamed Final Cut Pro. As I scroll down here, 
Sorry. Again, these are just like big text blocks that I'm trying to like work my way through. Let's see. Let's get forward a little bit. On May 19th, 2001, Apple opened its first official eponymous retail stores in Virginia and California. On October 23rd of the same year, Apple debuted the iPod Portable Digital Audio Player. The product, which was first sold on November 10th, 2001, was phenomenally successful with over 100 million units sold within six years. In 2003, Apple's iTunes Store was introduced. The service offered online music downloads for 99 cents a song and integration with the iPod. The iTunes Store quickly became the market leader in online music services with over 5 billion downloads by June 19th, 2008. Two years later, the iTunes Store was the world's largest music retailer. Apple's success during this period was evident in its stock price. Between early 2000 and 2006, 2003 and 2006, the price of Apple stock increased more than tenfold, from around $6 per share to over $80 per share. In January 2006, Apple's market cap surpassed that of Dell. Nine years prior, Dell CEO Michael Dell had said that if he ran Apple, he would shut it down and give the money back to the shareholders. Although Apple's market share in computers had grown, <clears throat> it remained far behind competitors using Microsoft Windows, accounting for about 8% of desktops and laptops in the U.S. 2007 through 2011, success with mobile devices. During his keynote speech at the Macworld Expo on January 9, 2007, Jobs announced that Apple Computer Inc. would here thereafter be known as Apple Inc. because the company had shifted its emphasis from computers to consumer electronics. The event also saw the announcement of the iPhone and the Apple TV. The company sold 270,000 iPhone units during the first 30 hours of sales, and the, the device was called the game changer for the industry. Uh, where did I leave off here? In July 2008, Apple launched the App Store to sell third-party applications for the iPhone and iPod Touch. Within a month, the store sold 60 million applications and registered an average daily revenue of $1 million. Wow. With Jobs speculating in August 2008 that the App Store would become a billion-dollar business for Apple. By, 2000, by October 20, 2008, Apple was the third largest mobile handset supplier in the world due to the popularity of the iPhone. After years of speculation and multiple rumored leaks, Apple unveiled a large screen tablet-like media device known as the iPad on January 27, 2010. The iPad ran the same touch-based operating system as the iPhone, and many iPhone apps were compatible with the iPad. This gave the iPad a large app catalog to launch on launch, despite very little development time before its release. Later that year, on April 3, 2010, the iPad was launched in the U.S. It sold more than 300,000 units on its first day and $500,000 and 500,000 units by the end of the first week. In October 2010, Apple shares hit an all-time high, eclipsing $300. January 17, 2011, Jobs announced in an internal Apple memo that he would take another medical leave of absence for an indefinite period of time to allow him to focus on his health. 
Chief Operating Officer Tim Cook assumed Jobs' day-to-day operations at Apple, although Jobs would still remain involved in major strategic decisions. Apple became the most valuable consumer-facing brand in the world. In June 2011, Jobs surprisingly took the stage and unveiled iCloud, an online storage and syncing service for music, photos, files, and software which replaced MobileMe, Apple's previous attempt at content syncing. This would be the last product launch Jobs would attend before his death. It has been argued that Apple has achieved such efficiency in the supply chain that the company operates as a monospony, one buyer, many sellers, and can dictate terms to its suppliers. In July 2011, due to the American debt ceiling crisis, Apple's financial reserves were briefly larger than those of the U.S. government. August 24, 2011, Jobs resigned his position as CEO of Apple. He was replaced by Cook and Jobs. He was replaced by Cook, and Jobs became Apple cha- Apple's chairman. Prior to this, Apple did not have a chairman, and instead had two co-lead directors, Andrea Jung and Arthur D. Levinson, who contributed with those titles until Levinson became a chairman of the board in November. 2011 through present, post-Steve Jobs era, Tim Cook leadership. Steve Jobs died on October 5, 2011, marking the end of an era for Apple. Uh, sorry, for some reason my screen keeps on turning off and on. The first major product announcement by Apple following Jobs passing occurred on January 19, 2012, when Apple's Phil Schiller introduced iBooks, textbooks for iOS, and iBook author for Mac OS X in New York City. Jobs stated in his biography that he wanted to reinvent the textbook industry in education. From 2011 to 2012, Apple released the iPhone 4S and iPhone 5 which featured improved cameras, an intelligent software system named Siri, and cloud sources and cloud source data with iCloud. Um, these launches were successful with the iPhone 5, released on September 21, 2012, becoming Apple's biggest iPhone launch with over 2 million pre-orders and sales of 3 million iPads in three days following the launch of the iPad mini and fourth generation iPad. On August 20, 2012, Apple's rising stock prices increased uh, the company's market cap to a world record $624 billion. That is nuts. Just, uh, just reading about the history and how, how big they grew. Um, yeah, it's crazy. In their first quarter of 2014, Apple reported sales of 51 million iPhones and 26 million iPads, becoming all-time quarterly sales records. It also experienced significant year-over-year increases in Mac sales. This was contrasted with a significant drop in iPod sales, of course. On May 28, 2014, Apple confirmed its intent, intention to acquire Dr. Dre and Jimmy Lovine's audio company Beats Electronics, producer of the Beats by Dre line of headphones, um, and speaker products, and operator of the, of the music streaming service Beats Music for $3 billion, and to sell their products through Apple's retail outlets and resellers. Apple has been the top of Interbrand's annual Best Global Brands report for four years in a row, 2013 through 2017, um, with a valuation of $178.1 billion. On May 12, 2016, Apple invested $1 billion U.S. billion in Didi Chuxing, a Chinese competi- competitor to Uber, 
the information reported on October 2016 that Apple had taken the a board seat in DD. I don't know how to pronounce it. C H U X I N G. Chuxing. Chuxing. On June 9th, 2017, Apple held the keynote for WWDC 2017 at the San Jose Convention Center and introduced iOS 11, macOS High Sierra, and watchOS 4, along with hardware improvements to the MacBook 12, MacBook Pro laptops, um, and the iMac All-in-One. New hardware launches included the iMac Pro Workstation Class All-in-One, a redesigned 10.5-inch iPad Pro, and the HomePod smart speakers. And I think that's where I'll leave it, because Apple has a ton of history. My apologies if this episode was a little bit um, messy. Again, Apple has a bunch of stuff on the Wikipedia page. My screen, for some reason today, has been flickering off and on, which has affected my ability to read the screen. But um, anyway... Thanks for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed. If you have any suggestions for future Wikipedia episodes or any questions or comments in general, you can reach the show at hello at sleepandrelaxasmr.com. Remember, you can also help the show through Patreon, which is just patreon.com slash sleepandrelaxasmr. But that's all for now. Thanks as always for listening and take care. North Pole Hotline. We've decked the halls for our holiday party. Now we need to get decked out too. Get to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, get up to 50% off store wide now on party perfect styles like velvet tops and pixie pants. Up to 50% off? It is the season to be jolly. Jeans and sweaters start at just 15 bucks with tops from just 7 bucks. Ooh, we need those styles fa-la-la-la fast. Buy online and pick up in store for free. And don't forget to redeem your super cash now through Tuesday to save even more. Kids, we're going to Old Navy. Holiday your heart out with up to 50% off store wide at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid through 12-4, select styles only. Other exclusions apply. See stores for details.